0: Good afternoon everybody. Happy Monday. I welcome you
1: to the 14th episode of The Real World. The 14th episode. I'm here with my co-host, your boy Santa. Come on in the house, baby. And we're here with a
0: very, very special guest. Introduce yourself.
2: My name is Judy Sofran, also known as Judith Sofran. That's my official birth name.
0: Shout out, shout out, shout out. Shout out to Judy. She had told me that she wanted to come on the show, speak a little bit about education. She's currently an educator. Tell people a little bit about yourself, Judy.
2: So I, as Ricard said, I am a teacher. I'm currently teaching high school at Origins, which is one of the schools on the Sheepshed Bay campus. And I'm really happy about where I am. Previously, last year, I was teaching uh, middle school. I was teaching seventh and eighth grade. And it's just a, a step up. God is really good.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. God is good. I wanted to basically give a shout out to Judy because first and foremost, she's a teacher. And teachers to me has a special place in my heart because of the mere fact that when I was younger and I'm still young, but when I was you know at 189, P.S. 189, <laughs> I used to give the teachers a very hard time. And they never gave up on me. They invested in me and they developed me into becoming the awesome young man that God has called me to be. So I want to give a shout out to all the teachers out there of doing a phenomenal job. So I salute you 100% what you do. I I wanted to ask you this. Um, How, what made you become a teacher?
2: Okay, that's a really loaded question because I never, um, wanted to become a teacher. Okay. Like, I think a lot of us grow up with a negative mindset toward teachers. Like, I think we all kind of put teachers on a very um, low pedestal.
1: What do you say that for exactly?
2: Because of, I mean, like, if you say, mom, like, when she asks you, like, what do you wanna be? I wanna be a teacher. She's not gonna say, oh, that's, that's really great. She's gonna be like, are you sure? I mean, in the environment that I grew up in, okay. not a lot of our parents encourage us to become teachers. Okay. Because one, uh, the pay rate.
1: Is, I, is, is the pay good?
2: I don't. I don't feel that it's too low. Okay. I'm, I'm managing. Okay. So I don't feel that, and also because of the amount of work that teachers um do and the things that they have to deal with in the classroom it's it's a lot dealing with students who don't behave students who don't listen um administration so a lot of us don't grow up wanting to become teachers
1: wow 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 my thing is how do you feel the system can can do in regards to making teachers um feel more comfortable in the environment would you think the administration or the government can do like the mayor and stuff like that
2: I mean, teachers go through a lot of pressure. I believe you, I believe you. A lot of pressure from, especially the government is, you know, You guys are rated, right? We are rated based on...
1: Who you rated by the students or by the...
2: By the state test scores. Okay. So the exams that the students have to take every year are administered by the state regents, um, three to eight, those New York State exams, they're administered by the state, okay. not the school. So those test grades from one, two, three, four, wow. that's how they're uh, graded, um, are a reflection of the teacher. So if the students do poorly, then the teachers get reprimanded.
1: Literally, and what is what is what is what you should recommend in what sense exactly? So,
2: a principal can take disciplinary action on a teacher who has a low, whose who's students have um, low test scores. But de-
1: de- define that for me. What does it mean, discipline? So,
2: for example, they can put you on a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Suspension? Not suspension, but uh. but
0: they'll write you up
2: they can write you up, but they, they, um, probation. Thank you. That's can, can, the word. Can, can that also
1: lead to you losing your job?
2: It can, if you're on probation and they, they're, uh, monitoring you and they're observing you in your classroom. And if you don't show improvement, wow. then you are in many cases, uh, Capable of losing your job. Wow.
1: So how does that make you feel? Um, how about how, how does it make you feel as a teacher and for all teachers out there who actually doing things for for children and and basically they failed the tests and stuff like that. How does that make you guys feel?
2: Well, also it's not just the test scores. Okay. So your rated your rating is based on classroom observations. Um, the principal or your assistant principal can come in. Uh, About six times per year throughout the school year and observe you it's also based on student feedback So at the end of the year the students also take a survey Um, uh, Did they like their teacher? Um, What kind of classroom environment did their teacher create and it's also based on the test scores and a lot of factors So it's not just the state exams. So you would say
0: that the job is hard? is
2: very, very, very hard. So,
1: outside from teaching, what else is hard in regards to the work that takes place outside Um, teaching? Like, after after you teach, Mm -hmm. you go home,
0: you, create lesson plans of that I need.
2: you have to create lesson plans and also i have to mention that i am a special education teacher so okay, that, is that is very different Okay. so you have the general education teacher who is the content area teacher so that's the teacher who teaches math or science social studies ela but then we also have this influx of students with disabilities. Okay. Right? These are students with learning disabilities. Okay. Um, ADHD, autism, intellectual disabilities, things like that. And they come in with their own set of issues mm. that a special education teacher has to now modify the lesson that the content teacher creates okay. and modify it for the special education teachers. So on top of lesson co-planning together, mm. we also have um, Let's
0: get deeper into this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Sorry to cut you off, but it's called the real word, So it's going to get real into it. We're not going to stay. Here. Okay. So I was listening, <laughs> I was listening to Dr. Umar Johnson, right? Mm. And you know, he's a, he's a child psychologist. He was basically saying that schools get paid more money for special ed classes. And the more children that they have in special ed classes, the more money that that school gets. They were also saying something about how black and colored kids usually are the ones that's put into special ed and to get put in special ed you got to be graded on a test right you take a test and depending on how you perform on that test then you get put into special ed do you feel because i know certain parents they pur- they purposely put their children in special classes so they could get money so you get like ssi and they can wow. get their benefits so they don't got to work they're like oh yeah my kid is slow my kid is this and that but your child not only receives education in school, they also receive education at home. Cause you gotta teach your kid too. Like I do it all the time at home. And I know like the things that you teach them at home, it transgress into the things that they learn at school. But some parents like they're not equipped to be parents in the first place. So they're, they're raising these kids and they're happy to send them off to school where wow. the teacher that takes care of them and a lot of them is not mentally, it's just discipline in regards to how they behave. And because they got a discipline issue, then they're put into these special classes, and they're labeled as having ADHD. Like, like a boy, a boys are active. They like to run. They like to. Facts. They don't like to sit. Like it's easier to get a girl to sit. So, like a boy, he don't want to sit. His father would just slap him upside the head or spank him. Like sit your butt down. Uh-huh. But like, say for example, the boy is raised in a single parent home. It's just his mom. His mom raising him. He goes to school and he acts up because he's not being disciplined at home. So he gets put into that special class. Do you feel like you have to deal with that?
2: Well, I'm gonna start with the first thing that you said about schools getting money, um, more money when they take in special education students. So that is true, but there's also a reason behind it because um, historically, like um, because that's, that's what I'm getting my master's in special education. So we've learned that historically, um, Students with disabilities have not had um, equal access to education.
0: Yeah, at one time they have to stay home because right. they take them to
2: school. Right, exactly. And so there was this, as recently as like the early 70s, um, there was this institution in Staten Island called Willowbrook. And this institution, this is where parents would send their kids who were disabled or quote-unquote, retarded, mentally um, retarded, and they would send them to this institution, you know, and just leave them behind, yeah. you know, thinking that the people there would care for their children. Uh, but when they did an investigation on that institution, they realized it was understaffed, it was overcrowded, and the people there were not being taken care of. They sometimes went without food for days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they were just sleeping in their own um, uh feces, bodily fluids, and they were not receiving any education at all. Wow. And it was this institution that really put a highlight on how uh, student, or people with special needs were being treated in the United States. And they passed a law. So they passed a law that said, no, we can no longer have this. You, Every public school that's federally funded needs to give all special needs students Anybody with dis- uh, with a disability access to education. It's I,
0: just a form of discrimination. Exactly.
2: With
1: I want to basically right. say, I don't know whose friend is this. This is Sandy. Fields. Well,
0: that's my old supervisor. Shout out to Sandy. <laughs> she says
1: that um, she agreed with you that Wilbrook was horrible. She says an interesting conversation. She said, my, my daughter has special needs, so I I know what she's talking about. Wow. So you definitely got your A-game on point. Shout out to Sandy
0: and shout out to your daughter, Sandy. Definitely. Hope you are right. Shout out to Mr. Mike. Shout out to all you guys. Yes,
1: definitely. And your second comment, second question that you asked her.
0: Um, what was the second question? Oh, do you feel like the education at home plays a role in the education in school?
2: Oh, definitely. Definitely. Because, like, I... Um, if my... I can speak from personal experience, like, man, I don't mean to put my bro on the spot, shout out to Sonny if he's watching, but I can definitely say, like, a lot of the things, because so Sonny was a boy, like, Sonny was a boy like growing up, like, all of us like all and, uh, boys,
1: like you me know, too, you growing know? up
2: in a strict Haitian household, daydreaming
1: in a class, yes. so trust me, I know, mm-hmm
2: boys like his attention was you know was on other things besides academics like shout out to
0: jeremiah today's his birthday shout out to you little man like he's a little active one too yeah he started preschool today that's what's up yeah hi jeremiah Good luck to his teacher no seriously
1: yeah go ahead
2: so so it's like um certain um you know, boys are very active, boys, they're not really, you know, at a certain age, they're not really into their education, they're more into like activities, hands on, and but that's also a factor too. So, when you realize how a child learns, not every child learns by sitting down on a chair and listening to the teacher talk. Okay, so this is where the special education teacher comes in. Okay, so you know what kind of learner this child is. Okay. you know that this child learns visually, this child learns um, auditorily, this child learns, they um, say, kinesthetically, so that's hands on, okay. touching, interacting with things. So, now you have to in the class. Provide activities okay. that cater to the the needs of that child, okay. The way that child learns.
1: I want to ask, what is your teaching style? <laughs> <laughs> I just have to ask that. What is your teaching style? My, so this, this is a very interesting conversation. Yeah. Why are you willing to say, yeah, yeah?
2: But also, remember that I'm still in my second year of teaching. Okay, so I'm still I know
1: so far you, Let me just add this in,
2: right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember a few months ago, Judith and your like we need to pray together. We not like, like, we're not she's like, Oh, we're gonna start a prayer group. And so we went and we went to pray. And she was like Like these kids are stressing me out. You don't understand. I need prayer. I need God to help me. Mercy. <laughs> she I, was said like, that. I do not remember that. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, You don't sit down, you don't listen. Facts. Oh no, I just need Please, God. I mean, God, I, help me. Let's just pray. <laughs> listen, you're, you're, listen, you're
1: doing phenomenal so far. You're doing phenomenal. So the thing is that... But you've you gotten better, though. Like you got gotten better, right? But, but so far for the two years, right, that you've yeah. been working, yeah. what is your what, what, what is your teaching style? What do want you to know what's your teaching style? Because mm-hmm. like I said, I'm, I'm a big fan of teachers, like I told you. So. Okay,
2: so I believe I'm growing into a more... that social-emotional kind of teacher. Yes. I remember my first year, I came into the classroom, I was so on point, like disciplined, like, you know, because, you know, when they see me, they see I'm Shout very out young. To
1: Naomi. Yes. We're <laughs> about to ask you a Don't worry. We got you. Uh-huh. A I'm very questions.
2: young, so I had to put on that stone face, that serious or, um, authority figure, you know, leader kind of vibe, that, that style yeah, that fact. you're talking about so that they could take me seriously. But what I learned, like, just after a few weeks, was that, yeah, they they wanted to learn. That's why they came to school. They want to learn from their teachers, but they also need that emotional side. Like, they need to know that their teachers are real. They need to know that their teachers are humans, that they they are people, and that they have lives outside of school. So I'm beginning to open myself up to the students, which is still hard to do, because, you have to maintain that balance. Of course. You know, you cannot be their friends. Of course. But I'm learning to, I I smile. <laughs> I smile, I'm not the kind, of, like, there are some teachers who say, I'm not going to smile until December. No, I smile on the first day of school. I tell them about myself. I, t- I tell them, like, I'm in school. I, I went to Brooklyn College, got my bachelor's degree from there. And I'm, you know, working on my master's. Wow. Like, I'm very, very open. Wow. But I also really set the expectation, like, this is what I expect in the classroom and this is how the behavior is going to go and they,
0: they listen. Wow. Okay, so let's go to the comments. Uh, Ms. Itchen says, a lot of
1: Haitian immigrants tend to be influenced to put their children in special ed, even when they don't belong there, especially children who are born there but speak Creole as their first language. What are your thoughts in regards to this issue?
0: Oh, she's talking about ESL kids, English as a Sacral Language. Yeah. I feel like the kids that don't speak any English, like they need to be in ESL so they can learn English. But like all children don't learn the same, and sometimes special ed is not that bad because if you have 30 kids in one class, sometimes there's kids that fall in the crack. I'd rather my kids be in special ed and not get left back than be in a regular class and get left back. I feel like that's more embarrassing. Facts.
2: And you'd be surprised, I, because the school that I came from, PS 189, was, a, it's actually called the Bilingual Center. Yes. So that well, school, I went for, a baby.
0: One <laughs> <laughs> gate, two. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. He <It's> <laughs> you know what's the little thing is that I was only, um, only second grade, because you know, English was my second language, so I was in 2L, but Ms. Desvile, one of my favorite teachers, you feel me? But after that, I went from the three Cs, then B, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, you gotta put it out there. You know how they call it abcb B, yes. 4, A, 5, A. You know how they do it. So, it's all good.
2: L and the SL. That's facts.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. That's funny. Yeah. Um,
2: so, yeah. So, it's called PS189, the Bilingual Center. And the school is um, a school for um, immigrant um, students. And the whole purpose of the school is to assimilate them into the culture um, so they're learning English while still um, maintaining their, you know, their culture of wow. where they came from. So um, you, so what I was going to say was you'd be surprised how many Haitian parents actually, when I was there, did not want their kids to be in special education class and would not come to IEP meetings, would not... What, come is, what is IP meetings? Okay, so that's a, a term... A special education term. So it's called. it stands for the Individualized Education Program. Wow. So any student who comes with an uh, intellectual disability or any student who has a special need, wow. you have to create a program for them. Right. Personalized lesson plan. Exactly. So, and um, in order to create that...
1: Yeah, you, 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 your cousin says, go ahead, cousin. I don't even know Alexandria was your cousin. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> small yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. You know. Okay. <laughs> Continue, go ahead. Continue, huh? Okay. You do so the mm-hmm. cup.
2: They come in but in order to create the individualized education program, you need the parents, you need the teachers, you need if the child saw a therapist, you need all of those people in the child's life to sit down and plan the program for them. Wow. Some parents will not come. They refuse to come. I'm not coming. My child does not need this, these services. I, re- I don't want my child in special education. They want their child to be in the general education setting. Wow. That's what they want. However, there's another.
1: But why do you think that? Why do you think that they, don't want, they don't want that?
2: I think it's the stigma the associated.
0: Stigma. The Haitians are bougie.
1: FAST! <laughs> like, they thought they were a m- what else? to. Oh,
0: oh they think
1: they're special like.
0: How kids are special? They don't want people to know that. Like, they rather their kids be dumb than a special ed. Like, Let's go to the next question. Okay, I see, um, I see the question. Sandy,
1: uh, Phil says, you have to take your time with your children regardless of the disability. You have to do the work. My daughter went special from PK until fourth grade. When the, classific- when the classification changed, she went into privately funded programs. They are great. Then Sandy says, um, then Naomi says, hi, Patna. I don't know what that <laughs> is. Hi, Patna, because she's my
2: Young Adult Ministries. she's okay,
1: partner. okay. And, um, Sandy says, oh, so some parents are afraid of their children being put in categories parents have to put in the work. Wow.
2: Yeah, but, and this is something I learned too. So, all right, imagine um, your son or your child says, I wanna join soccer, I wanna join a sports team, right? Okay, you're, you have no knowledge of soccer or sports at all, but you found a training program that you can put your child in, right? Oh wow, wow. And so you, you put your child into this activity, mm. and then the coach has a parent meeting and sits all the parents down and says, you guys need to practice this sport with your child at home. Like, how would you feel as a parent if you heard that? Like...
1: That they need extra practice?
2: Yes, that... Yes, your child is practicing here, you know, every week or two, twice a week, whatever it is. But the coach says to all the parents, you guys need to practice with your child at home. That's how they're going to get better. So
0: parents it, don't th-
2: want to put in that word. Ra- As a parent, you would feel like, well, that's why I sent them here so you can teach them. Why are you asking me to teach them now? Wow. Like, I have no knowledge of this at all. And so a lot of times parents that's how they feel about teachers Mm. like when we say as teachers you need to help your child with their homework at home you need to go and assist them a lot of parents feel like well that's why I sent them to school so you can help them I have no knowledge in this area
0: but the thing is some parents like are dumb like I'm not even trying to be politically correct right now wow. like some some lack education as in like facts some of the things that th- their kids are learning in school they don't know themselves so when a kid comes home like oh I need help with my homework they don't understand themselves to help the kid that's true
2: yeah I, so that does that doesn't mean they're dumb the second what you said after that that they I mean, lack education the mm-hmm. is, is the right way because Like, for example, our immigrant parents, you know, they came to the United States. They sent us to school, sent us to um, great
1: public schools. Salute, mom. I love you, mommy. You know,
2: like a lot of...
1: And daddy, too.
2: I mean, even in my young mind, elementary, junior, high school mind, I knew that I couldn't take everything to my parents to ask them for help. You know, there were certain things I knew they wouldn't know. And so that's why my father, and looking back now, I'm so grateful that he, he invested money in tutoring. Yeah. I, I remember summers where we would just be in the library with this boring tutor, like, why do we have to be, why are we here? You know, but my dad was investing in us, mm. you know, and he was paying that tutor to, to help us.
0: Shout out to because he couldn't. Jude Laws. He was my tutor for, I think, two years, because he used to be a teacher, too. He used to come to the house and tutor me and my sister when we was younger. Shout out to Pastor Jude Laws. He was a teacher, he was a deacon, and now he's a pastor and he's a professor, so Amen. shout out to him.
1: Um, your your homegirl asked you a question.
0: She said... You did um, my wedding, too. That's what's up. <laughs> um,
1: Naomi asked... <laughs> <at, that's what's laughs> Naomi asks, um, she said... Um, what? Oh, before we go to Naomi, i are going to give sh- another shout out to Sandy. She's... She said, that's true. Some people never finish school. That's why they're afraid. Respect to that. Naomi says, what resources should parents whose first language isn't English deal with school teachers that overlook children who are struggling in school? What
2: resources should the parents seek? What should seek? Yes, yes. <sighs> Man.
1: That's your friend. Remember, she asked that question. Yes. So remember her, remember her. Man. See?
2: I would, okay. Every parent has access to resources, whether they realize it or not, okay? So if you're part of your, a community, a church community, you have access to resources. You have teachers in your community, you have educators in your community, right? You have people in your church who can guide you, even if they are not teachers or in the education field. If they can speak English fluently, then they can guide you, Wow. right? Okay, Um, a lot of uh, our schools now are looking for bilingual or multilingual uh, professionals Mm -hmm. or people on staff who speak more than one language. That's a lot of jobs. Translation.
0: For people that speak Spanish and French and Creole, they pay you more if you're bilingual. Yeah, exactly. So
2: resources, you have human resources. You know, um, because many times the same people who are not fluent in a language are also not fluent technologically. So I'm not expecting them to go online and find something.
0: But I think that's a social and a cultural issue because you see like three, four-year-olds, they know how to use iPads and telephones and know how to go on the internet. They know how to use YouTube. But they be like 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds. They know how to do it. I think that a lot of these... Parents, they don't want to educate themselves. And like Jeffrey says, shout out to Jeffrey. Society does have them occupied with work to the point that they're working to survive and their children is being neglected in that sense because they basically don't have time for their children because they're in survival mode, basically.
1: Um, sister so she said in today's classrooms, they don't teach students the basic English grammar and how to write a full sentence. Do you feel that's, that's not true, so right? So true. That's so true? I'm, it's why very, be, very, why, very, why, why very, think that true. is?
2: because our um because the public school system is so test driven we're teaching to the test as much as we say we're not teaching to the test we are teaching to the test so, so
1: like that that puts a lot of pressure yeah, on the teachers to not teach properly
2: like it's not
1: it's all about numbers you saying?
2: it's about uh,
1: share this video guys share this video, share this video, so video, your video friends repost friends. it come what on your, like ju- judy like is it. judy is ripping it ripping it come yeah. on judy
2: it's, it's true. We don't teach the basic grammar, verb, subject, like nouns. We, we don't. Like, you might get that in the very lower grades first, probably up to Some people still word. don't know what the, the difference between
0: a verb and a noun is.
1: That's true. What's a verb? Listen, I've learned, <laughs> listen to listen, I've learned, I, I'm going to keep it real with you, I've learned a verb and a noun when I went to high school, you know, in all honesty. Because uh, the thing is, I've, I've learned that. Because um, most of my time, like I said, when I was in elementary school, I used to, like, draw a lot. But when it came to writing, and, 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 it, and it projects when it comes to um, my sermons, um, the way that I preach, the way I deliver, that's when I knew the difference between a noun, of course, it's an action word, and, 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 and um, oh no, oh no, I'm so sorry. A verb is an action word, excuse me, right? A noun is a place or a thing you know what I'm saying? A person plays thing. This is what I said. Don't, don't play me. You feel me? I know I'm somebody smart. somebody a I, I know I'm smart. You feel me? I'm on that timer. But, um, oh, you see, she just said, you know, great host. I think, you should, I think she's suggesting you to become a host in the show. Your, your friend Naomi. This is Naomi doing this. You see how she's doing this to you? I didn't do nothing. Naomi so stopped. If you put it in your glass. So, um, the thing is that what I wanted to ask you in regards to that, that's, that's when I started really learning in high school. And, um, because I didn't pay attention when I was in elementary school, unfortunately. So
2: you're saying the blame is not on the teachers.
1: For not it's on change. me. It's on, it's, it's on me. But, you know, when you, when you go to high school, that's when you learn, listen, the reason why after high school is college. Mm-hmm. So you got to step your game up. you got to step your game up. I was a B and a C student when I was in elementary school. I wasn't an A student. Like a lot of math was like my worst subject. But English, social studies, I was on it. Shout out to the viewers, because y'all really commenting today. Yeah, facts, I facts, know, facts. You didn't have a lot to do with it. Exactly. And <laughs> she had the nerve to say, I was shy. But anyway, that's a different situation. Your cousin just asked a, a statement. She said, it's not it's, it's not teaching properly. It's just that the state demands so much other things that there's no time.
2: Yes, whoever said that. Yes. Your,
1: cousin, your cousin, your cousin.
2: We don't have time. Right now, right after this, I have to co plan with my teachers for tomorrow's lesson, right? I have to look at like 10 different IEPs. Right. In order to differentiate the lesson. We don't have time. On top of that, we have another class which is called advisory. So that's the social-emotional aspect that they're trying to fit into the children's schedule. There's a lesson plan for advisory. We have to call parents. You know, we had to contact them, and there's a, a lot of responsibility
1: on teachers. Man, salute to you, man, for we all the mission stays we did to teachers, man. Me Yo, we too, love you. Me too. That's me too. That's why I go. I always go visit you now. when they see me. Like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. You're the pastor now. I'm tired to be a big vodka, boy, y'all. Keep it real. <laughs> Uh, Mike uh, says something, he says you can seek info through word of mouth, you can always find a connect, nowadays you, nowadays you can find anything on YouTube in regards to sources, you in agreement with that as well too?
2: I still believe in human resources, human resources are your best resources, um, yeah, YouTube can teach you a lot of things, Facts. you can read articles online, but I I attribute a lot of my success today because of the people around me, mm. like, I mean... When I think of like my Brooklyn college years and mm. going through the teaching fellows program and having to pass all my my, the tests to get my license. yes, You know, even making it through the program is because of people, mm. it, it was the people. So I, I say people are That's your real. best
1: resources. I wanted to ask you, what is education? If somebody asks you what education is, what is education? <laughs> Hmm. deep question.
2: Education is teaching you mind, body, and spirit, feeding all aspects of your mind, body, and spirit. Okay. Why do I say that? Because I didn't learn about my health, like education wise, what foods are important to eat, what kind of food to put into my body. I did not learn that in the classroom. I learned that through reading books.
1: Mm. So you're saying that education starts at home. Self education. Self
2: education. Okay. Education, true education, feeds your mind, body, and your spirit. Exactly. Okay. So a lot our classrooms feed our minds. Mm-hmm. You know, we learn facts, math, history, ELA. All right. Um, I feel like. The Bible, and realize I said the Bible, not the church, the Bible feeds our spirit. It educates us and feeds our spirit, educates our spirit. And you can learn through books and follow, uh, you know, you can learn through books um, how to feed your, how to educate your body. That's how I learned. That's why I'm saying books how to feed your body. So I think that's what true education is, is feeding all three of those uh, areas.
1: Shout out to Sister Mina, she says, majority of kids that are born here, they're having a lot of troubles when they start college. They're un- unable to write a paper, turn paper, they're forced to take ESL or drop out. That's, that's, that's real. Say something. That's a fact. Like, you know why?
0: It's because nowadays we speak with such poor English that it translates into when we write. Some mm. of us write the way we... We talk. That's facts. And because we break English to the most minuscule decimal, I feel like when we speak, it, it makes our vernacular poor when we actually translate it into
1: writing. Facts. That's real, that's real, that's real. I wanted to ask um, what, what would you suggest to a parent in suggesting a school? Public school? Home school? Um, what, what was the Private other? School. Private school? Child school? school. What would you suggest? Or religious school. Religious school.
2: Wait a minute. What's the difference between private school and religious school?
0: There's private schools that are just like boarding schools. Like, they're like, they're expensive, but they're for the prestige, pompous kids. Yeah. And the religious okay, okay. schools that's like different. It's, it's, not, it's not Catholic or Adventist or oh, Baptist, okay.
1: yeah. yeah. All
2: right. See, now, I'd like, there's a whole thing now with school choice, like having options, which is really... I mean which is great I guess for parents and teachers but I really feel like the government really should invest more into public education and I'm not saying that because I'm a public school educator I'm really saying that because you're investing in like so many different areas of schools right
0: but not to cut you off though but in areas that are more affluent, where richer people live, the education is better, the public schools is better because those people have more money, so they're paying more taxes, so the schools is better.
2: Right, and so, wow. why? and, and that, that creates a problem because people, and that's where classism comes in because people who have more money get better education.
0: People that have more money get better everything.
2: And so now the government, right, the federal government right now, they're, they're instead of pouring their investments into one thing they're pouring their investments into many different things so charter schools are public schools federally funded. They are? Yes they are. So, so
1: what's the difference between a charter school and a, school, a public school?
2: They don't... charter schools are under a contract. Oh. Okay charter schools have to prove that their students can achieve more than public school students. Okay. And if they don't meet their contract, then they they have to close their school. So they're under a strict contract.
0: It's almost like a non-profit. They 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 get a federal grant, but they have to meet certain numbers yes, and qualifications. Exactly. Here. Shout out to Puff Daddy. He just opened up a charter school in Harlem.
1: Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my man watches and prays. Um, yes. That's Interesting. So so my thing is that so my thing is that with with, with charter schools. It's basically, under
2: contract, mm hmm. Yes, okay, wow. it's under contract, and right now, I think the number is like 17% um, of students do in charter schools do better than public schools. How so, how so? I'm not I really, I mean, part of it because I know teachers who are who teach at charter schools, so I know the hours are longer, I know that they w- pay more though charter school, right? Huh? Do you think? No? I, I, I heard that they pay more, but I really don't think the pay is worth it yeah. because you put extra... Li- I'm talking about the responsibilities, and I'm a, a public school educator. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you hear me, like, venting, right? Imagine a charter school teacher. You right. know, longer hours, just more responsibility. So, the turnover rate, I feel, in the charter school is is just... It's way more than in a public school. Oh, like so teachers quitting, more, twi- teachers quitting um, hi- new hires, um, and, in, in and in charter schools.
1: Well, what's that?
2: What I think that's I a lot of okay. One is because in charter schools, I don't think they the they can take you even if you're not fully licensed. You know. In a public school, you can rest assured that all of the teachers who teach your students are fully licensed. And even if they don't have their master's degree, they're working towards their master's degree. But in a charter school, they can still accept a a teacher who still has one or two more exams to take. You understand? So they're not not fully licensed teachers.
1: Okay, wait for a minute. Somebody said, I want to just get to a comment. Um, Milan Sister Mila, I'm going to give a shout out to you again. She says, we need to go back to basic. Our education system is falling behind. We need to focus on the children's needs in order to strengthen our education. I know you agree with that. Yes. Yes. yes I do. Um, my man Jeffrey says, more responsibilities. In what way? Charter schools? In, in he's yeah, talking to? I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. I'm assuming that.
2: Okay, so I'm not a charter school um teacher, so I can't fully... Um, expound on the extra responsibilities, the one thing I do know is that the hours are definitely much longer mm-hmm. than in a, in a public school.
1: Um, your your homegirl, Naomi, says, unfortunately, if public administration isn't meeting the needs, parents will have to step up.
0: That goes back to what we were saying before, that mm-hmm. parents need to self-educate their children now. But how
1: about parents don't have an education? Mm.
0: That's another thing, too. But as long as they're alive, they can still learn. Exactly, exactly. Because... It, Say, for example, if your parent is interested in
1: reading and educating themselves, you're going to take up that interest. No, facts, facts, <laughs> facts. That's true. Let's
0: dive into a little bit deeper.
1: Okay. Man, man, we've gone deep. You see, I've been, you see, I've been good. You see? I'm, All right. So you say can't say nothing. They say that. All right.
0: The Bible tells us that knowledge and understanding comes from God, and it's God that provides understanding and knowledge you to you. And the Bible is the first form of education, a book passed from generation to generation. Amen. So how has the Bible and your spirituality assisted you within your career? Yes.
2: Okay. Not even my <laughs> career, but in my life. Okay. Like, okay, when I was in high school, I had a really bad attitude. And many of my very close friends, like, really shout out to my, my close
1: friends. How come friends. I never seen it?
2: My I bad attitude? Never saw
1: your bad attitude.
2: I, well,
1: I do I know. never saw your bad attitude. You was always nice to me.
2: Thank you, I appreciate that. But
1: since when? I never saw it though.
2: In high school. Okay, maybe and in high school. Junior not, high. Not,
1: not in church though. Not
2: as an adult. I uh, don't know. Not as an adult. No, I've never
1: seen it though.
2: I, it was bad. So. Well, I, I
1: don't remember. I remember and, you were always sweet. That's what I remember. <laughs> thank you. Yes.
2: So um, many of my friends would tell me like, Judy, you have a bad attitude. You need to change. Like my mother would tell me, attitude pas bon. Like sh- they would. And I, I didn't see it. Okay. I didn't see it. And
1: um, why do why, why think that was? You think, why, why put that up for? We it? have
2: blind spots.
1: Okay, okay, I understand. People we don't have, have flaws. Yeah, we have spots.: We're but, like
0: a picture, right?
1: If it's too close to your
0: face, you can't see it. Sometimes it, it takes a step back, or the yeah. people that's a step back that's Facts. able to see the bigger picture. Right. Facts.
2: So, so, junior year of high school, I remember um, I lost an opportunity due to my bad attitude. And that's when I realized, okay, something needs to give. So I didn't turn to my teachers, that's one. I didn't turn to my parents, that's what, home education. And I didn't turn to my church, that's what, spiritual education. But I, I had a book that one of my close friends, I, I saw her reading it, and I, I saw the title, and I was like, can I have that book? And do you know what the title of that book was? What? Lord, Change My Attitude Before It's Too Late. Wow. Literally, that was the title of the book. Wow. And I was like, I need a, I need that book. Mm. And it was that book that helped me and really transformed my mind. It went into like the the attitudes that the people of Israel had. Like, complaining attitude, a critical attitude. Arrogance. You know. Bougie-ness. Just a doubting attitude, and it gave you the, the opposite. So, a critical attitude needs to change to a love attitude. A doubting attitude needs to change into an attitude of faith. And so, it was through that book, and I mean, I was pouring into that book, and I think it was that experience that transformed me, you know. And it was that, when you ask, like, that that was how the word of God right. transformed my life. Right. And and I would say that was really the beginning of my faith.
0: So in a way you had to be broken as in the old you had to be broken for God to come back and fix you and then make you a better person. Yep. Then that helped you in life as you grew up. Yes.
1: Basically, um, Shout out to Yalanda Torres. She, she says she says she, she says we need to put our focus on the teachers and know how the parents and know how we the parents can step up can step in. The teachers are being underestimated and underpaid. Other individuals are giving care and knowledge to our family. Teachers, that's where we start. How do you feel about that comment?
2: I agree. I agree 100%. I do believe, though, that there there are going to be times in your life, like I just explained, where... Um,
1: I got Mr. Milan.
2: <laughs> you know, we do I'll need to t- put teachers on a pedestal. More of a pedestal. I agree. I do believe that we do need to I treat keep... them
1: like trash.
2: Right. My God. We, we don't get a lot of credit. Facts. So yes. Um, but Facts. there's gonna be times where even um the teachers won't be there to help you. Your parents won't be there to help you. Your pastor won't be there to help you. Facts. Who are you gonna turn to? You know, and that's I believe. The and that's what we God. have. We have the
1: community, you know, the village. Right. Um. So, says, but both, most of the parents are working two or three jobs. They don't, have time to, they don't have time to go to school or learn. you so Think about that comment. Mm. I agree with her too. You can,
2: never have, you can never not have time to learn.
1: Me,
0: I, I use myself as an example. Me, even when I'm at work, I'm still learning. What I do is I put one headphone in, I listen to YouTube, watch informative videos, I search the net, look up stuff. I learn something new every day. Even by just reading the news on Yahoo News, I always learn something new every day. Facts. And, and not only formal education, you can learn from other people like I learned a lot from little Jeremiah, and he's, what, four. I learned a lot from him, and then he learns from me. So it's like you can learn in every different ways. It's like, it's like what God told Job. God told Job that look at the birds. The birds don't worry, but they eat every day. So mm. why you don't think you're more important to me than the birds? Mm. So it's like it's the simple things We just overcomplicate You know,
1: it. I like this quote by Mark Twain. He says, a man who graduates and stops learning the day after... Is uneducated the day before. I said it again. A man who graduates and stops learning the day after is uneducated the day before. So learning starts at home, and whatever you retain prior before you graduate, if you have not applied it, you wasted your time. Indeed. One,
0: one of the most renowned scholars, Socrates, he said, "The only thing I know is that I know nothing." Woo! Basically, means that there's always <laughs> there's always more to learn, regardless of what you think. Know there's always more to learn. Shout out
1: to the viewers. Yeah, I see the numbers. See. The numbers are real. Listen, who, 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 first for Jody to, who first for Judy to be a co-host? Because she got the numbers she got she the numbers. you're popping. Hey, like I said, I've never seen a bad attitude. Maybe because Judy knew I was on. I was already on that timing already. You feel me? But I never, I always sort of be sweet. No, I'm a nice guy anyway too, you feel me? So I never saw that anyway. Oh, you see? Oh, you see Naomi? It's said me. She wants you to be a couple. <laughs> you see Naomi? <Miami? laughs> Shout out to Naomi. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I want to just ask you this too. I wanted to ask you basically this. So um, as a teacher, what is what is your plan? What is your goal to give back to all your students? Because your students are going to remember. You know that, right?
2: Yeah. Well, actually... um. So I was teaching eighth grade last year, right? Yeah. And so I'm teaching high school now. One of my eighth graders is in the high school that I'm at right wow. now. And so I teach 10th and 11th grade. Wow. So she's in ninth grade currently. So she's gonna have me again when she gets to the 10th grade. Wow. So yeah, and I even- And um, I'm
1: she's a good student, right?
2: Oh, she gave me issues, but I love her. I love her. Okay, okay. And um, some of them, even from eighth grade, like, I, you know, were friends on social media. Like, I had them on Instagram. Like, I love my kids. Like, I love my students. So, yeah, I I cried um, during the eighth grade graduation. It was very emotional. You're going to
0: leave a long-lasting impact in their life. Yes. Some of these kids are going to see you more than they see their parents. And with great power comes great responsibility. That's from Spider-Man. <laughs> I remember like my junior high school teacher Mr. Grant mm. Mr. Grant he was a real one this big black dude and he was like a father to me he was mad cool and when, every time I would act up he would come and he would pinch me and I look at this guy like did this guy dead pinch me one day I went home I told my dad I was like I was like, this guy pinched me so my dad came into to school he was like you pinched my son he was like yeah cause he's acted up he don't want to learn he was like that's right keep pinching him <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then like I remember one time like I was walking to, to a train station to go to work Yeah, this, like, this is like 10 years later, 10, 12 years later, no, more than that. This was like 15 years later I saw Mr. Grant and I was like, hey, Mr. Grant, what's up? He's like, mm-hmm. what's up? Like, oh, I see you changed a lot. I said, yeah, I have. He's like, Mr. Grant, this, this is all because of you in a way. He said, like, yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and I was like, I remember you used to pinch me all the time. He's like, yeah, and you needed those pensions. I said, yeah, you right, because without those pensions, I wouldn't be here. So I had mad respect for Mr. Grant. He was mad cool. I remember I got my first dub, Mr. Grant Clyde, <laughs> <in the> class. <laughs> this girl gave
1: me a lap dance. That's real. We wasn't always safe now. We wasn't was always really holy. In my eyes. We wasn't always holy. Don't get it twisted. And and my eyes rolled
0: in the back of my head and I was like, uh, I? <laughs> Mr. Girl, Mr. to me, Mr. Girl, <laughs> you, uh, so you were out. Uh, so Mr. Girl, uh, like, what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> the girl, girl, back to? Mr. <laughs>
1: I want to ask my wife, but I was twelve. <laughs> <You> see, see, <laughs> exactly. So testify. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. My man Jeffrey says it's crazy how teachers are closer to their students than we are in junior high school and high school. Thanks for making a big impact, my man. Just said. Shout out to Jeffrey
0: because Jeffrey was my neighbor. We was also in school together. I remember Jeffrey. You remember
1: old Navy Jeffrey?
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Yo, know, we was copin' those old navy sweaters. We're in school and we thought we was fly. We thought he was so fly by age. So facts. shout out to Jeffrey.
1: Yeah, some good at times. Definitely, definitely. You should go to the whole rep too. Okay, okay, okay. Jeffy Yeah. My man, my man, my man, give me that. Of the old lady jeans. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh man. Good I God. I I wanted to ask you so um. This is what I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask so, in regards so, so to... Good looks, bro. We're to, working on it. We're a episode
0: 14. God is good. We started off in the basement.
1: In the basement, then the, basement, then the, the library, library, then Josh Jock place. Don't shout to Josh as he held us down. He did. He time. Mm-hmm. Then now we got the official, official spot. So we're looking for a, 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 a woman co-host. We're looking for that. We need a beautiful sister like Judy.
0: We're also that, looking for a man, a sound person, and a graphic arts designer. And we need... A promotional team because the show is getting big you, you see it it's getting bigger
1: yes yeah, so and we need to participate and also anybody want to participate in the love team um come through we want your support because we cannot do no um um, and, um initiatives without your contribution because it takes money and um your 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 participation we so we now so so get what you can
2: so is this the right time what, what,
1: question is, what question is that? Wait, wait, hold on, let's just answer that. Oh, Miss Miller said, Miss Miss Fisher was my ESL teacher in high school. She did right by us by teaching and all that she did. It's true, like I said, teachers are amazing. Teachers are phenomenal. I remember my kindergarten teacher, Ms. Janet. I love Miss Janet today. I love all my teachers, from Mr. Paulfield, from my man uh, Mr. Magic. When I was at 189, there was a guy named Mr. Magic. i Mr. Magic, it's Mr. Jean-Baptiste. My mom was like, listen, you need to go to Mrs. Magic. I said, I'm already I don't know what Mrs. Magic. He used to whip the kids with his ruler. <laughs> <laughs> My brother had him But, I mean, you can't do that no more in public school anymore. know what I mean? But, he was a great teacher, and he loved his students like his kids, you feel me? He whipped them, and, 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 and the family was like, oh yeah, Mr. Magic whip you? We you, okay, let me whip you too. You feel me? He's like, I hate now. But Mr. Magic, Mr. Jamatis was a great teacher, awesome teacher, love to laugh, good, good man. So I want to just thank all the teachers who've contributed to all our lives and stuff hey, shout like
0: shout out that. to my sister, she's a special ed teacher too. And yes. shout out to her. And shout out to Jonathan Kwaku, That's
1: a, Jonathan. that's the history teacher. Yes. The gets you glued on when he's preaching and teaching. I wouldn't mind I, I would doing over class for you, my man. I'll go back for you, you know? Because no, really He really captures your your attention and stuff like that. He preaches
2: and
1: teaches. And his back his voice. Yeah, yeah he. What they really want from
0: me? I call him Kermit the Frog. You want to come with the Frog? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so that's so, the so, question. So, yeah. so the question was the real word. Yeah. What is Okay, I wanna go first?
1: I can add, yes.
0: Our mission is exactly what the title is, to keep it real and to reach the whole entire world. Yes. Like we started this in the basement. We didn't think that no one was gonna watch. We didn't think no one was gonna pay attention. Facts. But like, Sanders always tell me, boy, you got influence, boy, you got You, you influence. got influence, bro, facts,
1: you got influence. And,
0: and Sanders got influence, and Sanders facts. is, Sanders know how to captivate people. Yes, and, if, yes. and if you're not listening to him, he'll come up to you and talk to you ten times until you listen. So, <laughs> Sanders could do that. Like, Facts. wherever, it's like we, Moses and Aaron. Yes. We, we, wherever I like, he picks it up. And together, yes. we work and we do God's work. Yes. Just like Moses and Aaron. Facts. So, we didn't think no one was going to listen. We didn't think no one was going to pay us no mind. But once we started, we seen the views. The views went up and up and up and up. The show started to progress. And... I think Santa's live because he was consistent. It's one thing for me to be consistent because Sanders used to do his live while walking down the street. He still does it sometimes. I used to do the live in my bedroom and we was like, let's do it together. So we started off in the basement in my little room when I was still single. Then after that, we moved to the library. Things changed in both our lives. And then we kept doing the library and then John was like, yo, why don't you use our studio and make it a little bit more professional? We started working, we kept working. God's been blessing us. People started to take interest in the show. We started to get new guests on the show because when we started no one was really <laughs> trying to build us like that yeah. but shout out to everyone that came on the show at the very beginning shout out to all of you Definitely. and like we just kept consistent and you know we people we used to complain about the lights we got lights we used to complain That's about official. the speakers we got speakers people complain about the mics we got mics and you know like we just kept growing god was good to us and eventually we found jeff and jeff hooked us up with this studio now we got everything here um, I got the tripod from this China guy. I got the amp from this Spanish guy in the Bronx. And I got the mics from eBay. <laughs> and, you know, sure. guys just been working. And the, the real word. So it's thousands of people watching. Not, not tens, not hundreds, but thousands now. So we're reaching thousands of people yep. every week. And we're consistent. And like you said, there's people t- tuning in every week to watch the show, and we're giving a voice to the voiceless, people that's not able to speak, and we're talking about real issues, issues yeah. that they duck in the church that they don't want to talk about, <laughs> issues that the pastors are scared to talk about. We're really talking about it. We're talking about real world things. we talking about politics, we're talking about news, we're talking about religion, we're talking about things that young people deal with and things that needs to be addressed and things that need a light shined upon them. So we're bringing it full funnel to your household. You could look at this in the comfortable in the comfortable the ability of your home no one really has to know who's watching because we don't see who watch we just see the view so all you haters that's low-key watching keep watching because ah, shout, ah, ah, shout, uh, shout out to the supporters, uh, shout, out to the supporters. Uh, shout out to everybody that's watching everybody that's been supporting the show and we don't only really talk; we do shout out to diaper drive. You remember? Yes. We gave over three thousand wipes and two thousand diapers so over fifty
1: families. families.
0: So we're not over here just talking; we're making a movement. And like, like
1: I said, we 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 also to add on to what my brother's saying. We want to do a lot of community service initiatives. We have a lot of things coming up. Whoever want to join the love team, inbox myself or inbox my man um, Ricard, which is very very important because let me tell you something: this is a movement. This is a love team. We want to give back. A lot of people are hurting in the community. People need to see God. People need to feel God. And this is not about us. This is a platform for you. And no one else is doing this. I be so saying so facts If you were to quit this tomorrow, we like I'm not going to Do this tomorrow. I'm getting money. <laughs> no one's gonna pick this up. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's gonna pick this up. No one's gonna do it. <laughs> you know what?
0: Because no one's brave enough. No one wants to take the risk. No one wants to do this. This is for you. Come in the show. Okay. And what? Don't be shy. What Bishop TD said. He said, "Do what makes you happy and do what makes it fun." And yes. Come. Get
1: Come. Judy this. did a good job. We need more Judy's here. I have
2: to say, I'm very honored to be in the presence of these two gentlemen.
1: Oh, you, Queen.
2: You. You guys are phenomenal. Like honestly, I remember when I reached out to uh, Ricard about that prayer
0: and. He can Oh, now you remember. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember, <laughs>
0: remember crying about
2: the kids. I remember no, you wasn't inviting crying. him over to, you know, I just really felt like the young adults needed just a time for us, an intimate place for us to pray. And I invited Ricard because I saw his videos. He was posting videos of himself preaching on Facebook. I'm like, wow, like, is really doing good so i'm like you know let me let me invite him so honestly that night it was no one else came but ricard and i was kind of embarrassed i'm like dang like i wanted him to see that we were a group i wanted him to see that like we were really committed but he was just the sole person who came and we actually had a prayer like we sang songs we uh, read songs and we prayed and i was really really so humbled by Ricard, coming just just coming to the location, like just staying for the, the period of time and for
1: wow. praying with me, and it just I just really had my respect for him just increase. And I mean, if you hear Ricard pray, anybody who ever hear Ricard yes, pray, the power, wait, the power of Ricard's prayer of the Holy Ghost, just so amazing. Yes, Lord. Thank like, you. Thank you. Amen. Ricard, you are powerful. Yes, man, yes.
0: Man, yes. In person, yes. Powerful man. Amen. Hey, I did. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. I didn't say, but. It was powerful, I think. Praise the, the Lord.
2: Sanders, as always, always has been community driven. Sanders, since I've known him, we grew up together, went to the same church. Always has been passionate about young people, passionate about community service. And I'm just, just really, really blessed and just honored to be in the presence of these gentlemen. Vice so, versa. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you. That is good yes, 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 um I just wanted to ask this. We talked about um so is it really true that different communities they fund like if you're a certain area, if you're like a black area, they don't fund as much more than a, than a white community is that true? That's facts, because if you go out wow. up, up island in
0: certain counties, those certain counties they pay higher taxes, and that's why property tax is so high in those counties, and the schools is better because and, and those schools the people within our neighborhood gets paid more, so then therefore, the schools is better, like they're way better, and that's just what it is. Like, And that's like in a lot of communities.
2: And I even had a conversation with someone who went to a private school, The, the private boarding school that you were talking about, was not a religious school, and when we were just talking about our
1: experiences, I went to Clara Barton High School. Shout out to Claire Barton. Yes. But I remember Cloud um, uh, <laughs> yes. Boscher. Know I mean? That's why we're coming from don't don't bring me back those days. I'm saying now.
2: So and I remember in our conversation, like telling this person that, you know, I remember I loved global history. Mm, that was my too. favorite subject in high me school. Too. And they, it was a group of students, and the teachers saw how enthusiastic we were about global. Yes. And they were like, you guys should take AP European history. And, you know, they, the teacher reached out to the administration, and they said they couldn't offer that class to us because they didn't have the funds and it was just so disappointing. Wow. Whereas this other individual that I that I was talking to in his private school, he was taking like six AP classes just in high school alone. And I'm just like, what? And so I, couldn't even, mine, mine. I couldn't even take one AP European history class. And so that just showed me that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Patricia. And all the pregnant girls they clap on keep their babies. No abortions. No, videos don't count and abortions don't count. I, <laughs> I can't. I can't. But it's true. They do give birth to their. They did give birth to
2: their babies.
1: Wow, that's true. That's true. That's true. Want to give a shout out to um Sister Milan. We would definitely keep you in prayer. We definitely gonna have Rikard closing with prayers. Don't worry about that, Sister Sandy. Your sister feels it's going in tonight. We are going to appreciate the love and everything like that. Definitely. It's funny like where you meet people. Cause when I was working at a law firm, she was
0: my office manager there, and that's wow. how I met her. So she gave me my she gave me my first opportunity out of college. She gave me my first job out of college. So shout out to her for that one. We might not have always gotten along, but. She 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 took that chance by giving me that job for a well-known company and it helped me to be the person that I am today. I look at where we are right now and she's
1: still here with me. So shout out to you, Sandy. And I I wanted to you still have that prayer group.
2: So we are Naomi and I looking to start it this fall. So to restart it again. So if anyone is interested in praying for with young adults for young adults, you know, you could just stay tuned. We'll keep you posted. This is gonna be under the NEC Franco Haitian Youth Federation.
1: Wow, wow, wow! Patricia says that I feel there's more support in the white school. She says.
0: She said honestly, look.
1: At, at who's going to the PTA meetings? Oh, yes.
0: yes. The parents need to show up to the to the PTA because and the to
1: community them. board members. Too, she no, says. but my
2: dad, you guys, yo. When I look back, I believe, you know, listen, we we're no, not no, no, grateful no, 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 for no, 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 our parents I'm grateful. in the. T- Time, listen, but when you look back, I'm grateful.
1: Listen, I got a couple of whippings in my school. Shout girl. to Haitian. Listen, I PTA <laughs> listen, listen, I was like, Dad, what are you doing? Yo, listen.
2: My dad showed
1: up. my Listen,
2: dad, he you gotta dead. show concern.
1: You gotta show concern. I mean, I feel, I feel like um, in the Haitian context, I feel Haitians are very big on the three L's: Lico, Lacay, Ligue. They're big on. They're big on home after home they're big on church they're big on God and they're big on school so I think you know my mom my dad you know just having a high school diploma they instill in us having an education um, um, reading books writing um, seeing the world being open minded um, learning unity because that's something that, that we lack as a people and I think that's the reason one of the reasons why Haiti is back other the main fact that there's a lot of people like the press is like the the powers that be that want to destroy the country. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if we have togetherness, we're together more, we build each other more. Because Haitians are the most educated people you will need in in, in the world. And we have contributed a lot to society. The great doctors, the great lawyers, you know what I'm saying, are are Haitian people there. In America, there's
0: something called think tanks where they pay people just to sit around and think. Back (laughs) in the days, they had them called scholars. Like now we have road scholars where they just pay you to study and you
1: look up things and Research. research. Oh, I don't mind that. I need uh, extra no. money. Uh, the thing is, it says, but don't, but, but the parents don't know how much of a difference a, a PTA meeting can be to... Uh, she said, but the parents don't know how much of a difference a PTA meeting can be to the child's future. Is is, is, that, is, is, is it a big difference when they go to PTA L- meeting? Listen, <clears throat> I came from a bilingual school. And,
2: and listen, we're all Haitian here, right? And yeah. I came from a bilingual school. You have... The notice going out right, on Mm. a piece of paper at the end of the day, you have them, make sure your parents get this, make sure your parents come out. You know, and okay, how realistically, how many of the kids are really gonna give their parents the notice, right?
0: Some kids stashed it. How many, yeah, how many
2: kids are going to give their parents the notice? They changed the grades. How many of the the parents, even if they uh, saw the notice, have time, like we were talking about our jo- their job responsibilities. How many of them actually are going to have time to go out, usually the PTA meetings are in the evenings, to go to their child school? Like, I, I really don't fault the parents for not being able to make it out. I really don't, because we're talking about class here, right? The The parents of the Caucasian or the most affluent kids who are able to go, I'm just making a generalization, but I imagine that their mothers.
1: Maybe, <laughs> it's crazy. My man Mike just said, "Patricia, you're right. When I go, mostly mothers is in the PT meeting. Mothers, mothers
2: say, who have time, who are stay-at-home moms, and whose husbands are working, things like that. Again, it's a generalization. You know, I'm just from State my understanding. You know. Facts. So, however, we because of our class we are working class, we are working class, our parents are working, you know, so they may not have as much time to attend these meetings as much as they would want to, it's not that they don't want to, they Mm. just cannot, they're working, they're working, like my dad used to
0: work so much, like he missed a few of my graduations because he had to work, yeah, wow,
1: yeah, Yeah. my my man said, my man said, I'm usually the only father there, I can only assume most students have single parents, my man said,
2: single parent. That's what I'm
1: telling you. I promote marriage, baby. Marriage. Do Do you think a kid coming from a single parent home
0: affects their ability to learn in school? Yes, it can.
2: Yes, it can. But listen to me, God can overcome any flaws that I mean, we all grow up in dysfunctional homes, single home, two parent households, we all grow up with some kind of something that we're lacking. Okay, but whatever it is that you feel that you are lacking or that the reality of what you're lacking, you can overcome it. Mm -hmm. You can with the Holy Spirit, with God, with the people around you, your community, your church, you can overcome it. I mean, we I mean, we all grew up on Ben Carson. Right. That, that was like the SDA model.
1: Uh, right? yes. He was
2: the SDA model. Yes. And he, he, he grew up in a single parent home. Jobism. Right. He grew no. up in poverty. Facts. And look, look where he ended up. Facts. So I don't I don't believe that the, uh, the environment. Yes, the environment can cause a lot of deficiencies, Facts. but we can overcome it with the power of God
0: we shall overcome one day we shall overcome almighty god almighty god we shall overcome amen that's real that's real wow i had a dream i had a dream that one day my five brothers and sisters will we'll live with any they'll be blessed oh god
1: my no, god my spirit of god shall be blessed Amen. Hallelujah. Yes.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Take it to church. My man Mike says, students and children need both parents at home. Same home too. Um, Patricia said, this is why we have a church community. She asks, does it take a village to raise a child? Right? Of course Yes. It does. yes.
0: But a lot of you churches have been slacking.
1: I'm telling you. Yeah. We, we, I agree. We need to be more community oriented. I remember my, my mom telling me when she grew up, that like, the thing is that like, the neighbors were like her mother and her father and stuff yes. like that. Before you got a whipping from your father and your mother, they made sure they took some nicks as well too. But they supported each other, they built each other, they empowered each other yes. and that's what we need in our church. We don't yes. need we don't need to be to ourselves because you know, in an island we need everybody yes. to do their part.
2: Like, um do you guys know the story of Eric Thomas Thomas? Yes. Eric Th- e t the hip hop preacher. Millionaire. Yes. yes. And so if you know his story, then you know that it does, it's not about how you were raised or what kind of household you were raised. He, when he was homeless, he had a pastor come to him and say, you know what? You need to, to go to school. You need to go back to school. Okay. You cannot be a, a dropout. And so the pastor took him under his wings and look at where he is now. He went to Oakwood University, mm-hmm. you know, graduated and in his stories, he says it. He's very transparent. It took him 12 years. But he did it to graduate. It don't Four-year degree. Consistency. You know? 12 years. Mm-hmm. So you it's really about, it. about perseverance. Yep. It's not about where you're from. It's not about what kind of household you grew up in. Mm-hmm. Perseverance, yes. work ethic. Character, commitment, those are the things that get you far in life. It
0: took me six years to finish a four year degree, but I didn't look at where I'm at, look at how much people I'm able to
1: bless. It God, took me so. five.
2: It took me five. So don't be, the of the day, don't be ashamed. At the end of the day,
1: I would rather do 12. My bank account is large than a person has four. Amen. And the bank account is like, yes. pennies. So yes. it's all about not where you come from, it's where you're going, it's not how you stop, it's how you finish. Exactly. Patricia's going off, so it's Patricia. She said, she says, so so. these single parents will be all right, just make sure they use all their resources. That's true, yes. that's yes. true.
2: Because, I mean, all right, I graduated from Brooklyn College with my bachelor's degree, and I took a year off, and during that year, it was the toughest year of my life. I had no plans to go back to school. Like, I just wanted to be done with school. Like I said, I took five years to, to finish, and I just was done. But obviously, you know, I majored in English, so there were, like, not a lot of opportunities for me as an English major, even though I had done tons of internships, I had a lot of connections, but it was still difficult. So. I reached out to an aunt of mine who's in education, both her and her husband are teachers, and I reached out to her and she was like, why don't you do teaching? And like I said, I was like, no, that's like the last thing I wanna do. And um, I have another aunt who is an assistant principal at a middle school, and when I went to her, again, connections, human resources, I went to her and she told me about the teacher fellows program the NYC Teacher Fellows, so I looked into it, and they, um, they were gonna teach you how to become a teacher, train you to become a teacher, wow. and they were going to, to, going to pay for half of your master's degree. So I was like, why not? So I entered into the program, did the training, and like I said, took my three exams to get my license, and it was my aunt, the, the first one that I went to, she was that constant encouragement. Like, you need to just go through it. When I was like, I can't do this, I don't want to be a teacher, this is not for me. Like, she was like, you have to pray with me, sung, sang with me. Like, when I was just really about to give up and quit and just, just call it quits, she was there for me. So it definitely does take a village to raise a child. It was not my, my parents as much as they did for me. They helped me get through college, but it was my connections with my assistant principal aunt it was my my praying aunt you know and everybody else who was surrounding me who helped me so i definitely think like please please take advantage of the people around you ask questions reach out ask for help that's what god put us um on earth for to help one another to be there for one another
0: yo that's deep I remember when when you were telling me that you were doing all those things and we prayed around that same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, shout out to Judith for coming. Shout out to the viewers. I see a lot of people. Lying. I
1: see you, Masuka. Is, Hi, Masuka. This is episode Masuka.
0: 4. <laughs> you were supposed to be
1: on the show, Masuka. Yes, yo, yo stop playing games. We need, listen. Well. we need a woman host. We need two beautiful, virtuous sisters who will like, like, like Judith, you know? Yo, subscribe to the show. Share this with your yeah. friends. Yes. You know? yeah.
0: We done past tens. We done past hundreds. We done past thousands. We we aiming for the millions. Amen. Yes. One of the goals is to hit a million. Are we gonna hit a million? And to get I our mean. own TV show on TV, you know. We, we will. Have, all right. So we just gotta keep being consistent. Shout out to all the viewers. Shout out to that's watching. Again, episode fourteen. We we'll doing it. I think episode twenty we gotta do. We just have like like a
1: big party or something like oh, that. Be nice. Yeah. Crazy. Oh! Oh, oh, she said, yo, she said, y'all yeah, didn't tell me, hi. Huh? Hi, Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Hi, <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> 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 Patricia's a third of the show. Listen, the very first episode Listen, listen of She's been with us since day one. That, is it, that first episode has over a thousand. That's number one. Wow. And the thing is that we, listen, I, I want to, listen, listen, listen. I want to emphasize it. God is doing something big with us. And I, I just sense it in my spirit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let me tell you something. It's not when the struggle, uh, no one is here. Uh, You gotta be here through the struggle. So when when we're reaching success, amen. We all can eat. You feel me? So, you gotta give yourself a cube chain. So guys, so guys, so guys, come on. we a show We want, we want to share this opportunity, this platform with all you guys. Anybody who's into real estate, anybody who's entrepreneurs, anybody who's a doctor, lawyer, whatever that you're doing, we want to build a community of people. We want to support people because this is the platform, is for you guys. So we all can manger. Manger. All right,
0: so I think that's enough for the day. Anything else, guys, or we close out?
1: Um, we should be good to go. Wow, it's around uh, 8 17. Wow, we've been here for a long time. Wow, yeah. all right.
0: Um, so any closing words, any closing thoughts?
1: Um, just want to basically let you guys know this Saturday we have church at the Winter Circle Church. Come out, pop out. We have different initiatives coming out, um, and we want your, your your participation and your contribution. We're gonna have a MetroCar Drive October. We need your contribution and participation with that. Turkey Drive November, December Toy Drive. We need your help. Without you, this is not possible. And we're looking for a woman host. Sisters, sisters, I know you're there. Stop with this. I'm shy. Nah, come through. Judith said she was shy
0: Uh, an hour above. I was
2: was like, guys, y'all have to give me the questions in advance. Like, I got to (laughs) prepare.
0: Judith did a good job tonight. She did a great job. Yes. Yes. Uh,
2: I really want to thank Ricard and Sanders. And I know this episode was about education. We talked about a lot of things. I just want to encourage all my teachers out there, all of my students. Now that you've heard the teacher's perspective, I want you to have... You know, more reverence for your teachers, more reverence. Okay, and really uh, be sensitive to them. And my teachers, be sensitive to your students. Parents, if you were watching, you've heard all that we said about doing your best to support your child, you know, making the time, even if you can't, even if you can't, but reaching out to someone who can, you know, do your best to be um, supportive of your child. Like, it's really all about education. That's my passion.
0: I just want to thank our, our guest, Judith. She did an awesome job. She was shy at first, but she did awesome once the camera came on and people showed the love. Shout out to everybody that came and commented, that watched, that viewed. Shout out to my co-host Sanders. He's always here supporting, pushing that initiative of community service. We, we're gonna have that clothing drive and that toy drive in December. We're already collecting toys and collecting clothes. Shout out to my son, Brandon. He, he has a whole daycare collecting toys and clothes for that clothing and toy drop for December so
1: we're
0: not playing you see once we started doing work everybody wanted to join everybody started to join and we do the initiative all it takes is one people to start and we started and now everybody's joining in and that's what it's all about team together everyone to choose more I thank God for the glory and for the blessings and there's an anointing on this show and the anointing on the lives of us right here and it's through that through the grace of God that we're able to continue to do this. And guys working, you know. We didn't do this ourselves. And the show keeps building. The show keeps that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. I just want you guys to share the video, subscribe, and just keep pushing the show. I appreciate Tamara for sharing the show and everybody else that shared the show. I got a couple of shares. Shout out to everybody that's been watching. The ghost to hit a million now, you know. The most views we had so far is 9,000 views on one show.
1: Yep. because I mean, of a woman. Because of a woman. We need out. more women. Total,
0: yes. Total, I think we got, what, 20,000 views on all the, the shows? May, maybe even more, I think like 30,000. 30, yes, that's maybe. True. Yeah, because every episode has an average of two to 3,000 views, and mm-hmm. we are on episode 14, so 14 times 3, 4, 8, 12, 3. you the teacher. <laughs> You're that's the the
1: teacher them, 12, so teacher. That's <laughs> like what?
0: No, nah, we up to 50,000 views. No, no, that's true, that's true. Yeah,
1: we up to 50,000 views I told, total. I, I think the least we have is the first show. And that's like, a like, thousand. Like, like, like the last show that we, we had your boy here, that joint is close to 2,000 already. Yeah, it's 2,000, that's what I'm saying. So, so and, we up to 50,000 views total. Yeah. So
0: that's by the glory of God, because I feel like I'm no one special. I feel like I'm regular Nine man. Nine lions. I wake special. up and go to sleep like you know everyone else. So shout out to everybody, shout out to... Jordan River, shout out to the Winter Circle, shout out to Horeb, can't forget them, shout out Perhaps. to c shout out to Franco Haitian, shout out to my family, my creed, my religion, shout out to my God.
1: Amen. And with that,
0: we close out with a prayer. Heavenly Father that dwells in heaven, we thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for the anointing that you have placed upon this show and the anointing that you have blessed upon my life, Judith's life, and Sandra's life. Help us to continue to do your work, help us to walk with you, help us to be living testaments of your glory to everyone that is watching, everyone that is seeing us as an example. Lord, help us to be that shining light in this world of darkness. Help us to stand out so that people could know that we are different. We were broken people, but with you, you came into our lives and you made us full. You made us full and you filled us up. Not only filled us up, but our cup went over and we was able to bless others. Dear Lord, we thank you for sending your only begotten son to die upon that cross. Because through him and through his blood, we were forgiven. And because of the sacrifice that you made, our sins were forgiven and we're able to still live. Lord, we're faulty as humans. We're faulty because we often sin and fall to temptation. But we know through you we can be saved. Dear God, we ask that this ministry carry on so that it can help others, help us to help the community, help us to help those around us and to make this world a better place. For this is not the real block. This is not the real street. This is not the real neighborhood, but this is the real world and the real world. And we're trying to help this world. We could have, been using this platform to do negativity and spread hate and all kinds of things, but we spread spreading love, we spread spreading education, and we spreading your word. Yes. So, dear God, we ask you to give us the strength to continue, help us to continue to be great, and help us to be the working examples of you. Help us to bring more people into your light and to change the lives of others. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. So, I thank you guys for watching. I thank Judith one more time. I thank my brother Sanders. Um, we see you next week at 7, 7.30. If you want to be on the show, comment, share this video, please. Um, subscribe to it. We're gonna keep going, we're gonna keep going. I see people now joining. You're gonna to have to watch this when we sign off. <laughs> so you can always come next week and whoever wanna be on the show, just let me know. Just link us, we in the studio in Bushwick. Shout out to Jeff. And that's all, folks.